try again guilty feet that got no rhythm i don't know the rest of the words but it's still stuck in my head guitar part and then some sax and then some other things i'm singing and other things that when i dance with you um question for you one that was beautiful right Mm -hmm. thank you two why the fuck is that thing called Careless Whisper? Do you even know the song I'm referencing? Yeah, Careless okay, Whisper, yeah. George Michael. Yeah. Um, is that George Michael or is it Wham? Don't know. I don't either. Uh, Wham was actually a little before my time. I knew more George Michael. But anyway, it's a weird thing because I was I had, I had this stuck in my head for the last couple of days because I haven't been sleeping. So therefore, my brain's trying to attack me. No, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah. The more I don't sleep, the <laughs> more perfect. I get shitty songs stuck in my head. And that's not a shitty song. It's maybe one of the best songs I've ever written. It's but, fucked up, but it is. I know. You no, know, it's so catchy. Like, yeah, it's kind it of is. perfect. But um, uh, it's been stuck in my head. And it was just kind of singing it to myself, having some fun, you know, hitting those falsetto notes like a son of a gun. And uh, like... And no point in here am I saying the word careless whisper. Mm-mm. This is weird. But also... Oh, wait, no. Doesn't he say it? I don't know. No, wait. I don't... Hold on. We got to look up the lyrics yeah. now. Because the only... Because it's not like I know all the lyrics, obviously. But the only things I remember, you know, should have known better not to try again. Uh, something guilty feet that got no rhythm. Blah, blah, blah. When I dance with you. Um, do, 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 do. That whole thing. And... I'm not seeing it anywhere in the All right, lyrics. what are the lyrics here? Why don't you read them off? Oh, boy. Okay. Let's see here. I had them, and then I lost them here. Oh, I, feel, I feel so unsure. Yeah. As I take your hand mm-hmm. and lead you to the dance floor. Okay. Uh, I had to rhyme it because I said unsure. Uh, as the music dies, something in your eyes calls to mind a silver screen and all its sad goodbyes. Okay. It's never going to dance. I'm never going to yeah. dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Yeah. Though it's easy to pretend, I know you're not a fool. I should have known better than to cheat a friend and cheat waste a, a chance that I've been given. Yeah. So I'm never going to dance again the way I danced with you. Okay, yeah. No, oh, wait. He does say it right here. Ooh, 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 Time please. can never mend the careless whispers of a good friend. To the heart and mind, ignorance is kind. There's no comfort in the truth. Oh. Pain is all you'll find. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. So there was that. Um, that was a careless reading on my part for careless whisper. So she was like, she said something to him. Yeah. Whispered it to him. It was not I, good. I think the thing is, that's in a really unmemorable verse. <laughs> yeah. It's subtle, though. I kind of like that subtlety. He's like, I, don't I mean, mind that's, it. you know, he picked it out. He's like, this is, it's really all. When it all comes to a to stop, you yeah. know, the thing you look back, it's that careless whisper. Well, it's the thematic concern of the song less than like the important lyrics. Right. It's like, it's like Pink Floyd's The Wall, you know, they don't actually say The Wall anywhere <laughs> on that entire album. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The first song, The Walls, The Walls, The yeah. Walls Are Coming Down. And they don't, but nowhere in the songs do they actually use the word The Wall at all, or yeah. The Walls, no. or Walls in any way, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> they don't use the term brick, mortar, anything. It's it's really quite brilliant. <laughs> Mm. Well, it I, it only works if you're if you're watching it with uh, Wizard of Oz, and you and you mute the the CD, right? Because then there wouldn't be any lyrics. Yeah, it's kind of the, the well, then that, it's more of a horizontal wall. It's like a joke. Long yellow brick. I didn't even wall. think about that. I was just thinking that stupid dark side of the Wizard of Oz or whatever that was right. called. Yeah. So, I went to therapy. Uh, I, I mean, I continue to go to therapy, but I went, this is a specific thing that happened when, when I went to therapy. When I went <laughs> That's to how stories therapy. work, yeah. So, this uh, is not a parable. This is an allegory. So anyway, I saw this lion, and it's like, man, my paw hurts. <laughs> and uh, so I get home, and uh, I, I hopefully I didn't delete this because I actually made a note. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, 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 where is it? Okay, so 
I go and I'm like, hey, I'm all crazy with my cuckoo bananas. Look at me. I'm cuckoo bananas on your couch, lady. Fix up my cuckoo bananas. And she's like, well, have you ever thought about blah, blah, blah? I'm like, I have. And she's like, well, I'm cuckoo bananas. So that happened for a while. And, uh, uh, you know, then I went home. I paid her, you know, for her services. Uh, uh, if you know what I'm saying, you know, mental health services, you know, trying to talk me out of some problems. And uh, I see uh, I, the, uh, the the Gmail window gets brought up on my desktop computer that is a laptop, but it's on the desk, so it counts. And uh, I'd gotten a receipt from her uh, via email. But in the preview panel on Gmail, where you can see kind of the first things, it says, things just got easier. And I thought... It's a fucking bold goddamn statement. Like, how do you... It wasn't that good of a session. Things just got easier. Like, what What the shit is that? Like, that is that is a narcissist-ass email header. But it turns out, things just get get easier. And then, uh, and then we, we open it. Things just got easier. Now, when you shop at sellers who use Square, your receipts will be delivered automatically. So that is the, that is the email line from the company oh that God. does the payments. Nice. Uh, Square. Yeah. But I was like, what a, like, she doesn't seem that arrogant. Like, really? Oh, things just got easier. Oh, oh geez. It's a little fucking big for your britches, isn't it, aren't you? But, you uh, paid your therapist with a square reader? Yeah. Wow. The world really is changing. I, I, I guess. I, that's the only way I've ever paid them. Okay. Weirdo. Yeah. Uh, it never occurred to me that would be weird. Yeah, most mo- I go like most of the kind of alternative therapy stuff I go to uses some variant of that. Yeah, I mean I'm a fan of the technology. I just think it's funny. I mean, especially that they didn't customize the email or anything. I don't normally get the email receipts, so I didn't even think about it. That's well, pretty uh, awesome. I do because uh, I I I have a, a bunch of those um kind of receipt um things that if mm. you show them enough the receipts, they give you money. Yep. And I hooked one up to my email account because. I don't care about privacy, uh, and and I get I get points for that, and then uh, and then once those points accrue, I get uh, gift certificates for gift cards for like Amazon, which mm-hmm. I you saw me I eight dollars I put into my account right there. That's no joke. It's not, which is unfortunate because this show is supposed to be <laughs> at least mildly based around comedy. Isn't that the joke though? I guess so. So. Okay, here's the number of things I hate about this show. I apologized last episode, an episode you haven't heard. You know why? Because it's the fucking inanimate carbon pod, the other podcast I do. Mm-hmm. It keeps showing up on this fucking feed. And it, it's really frustrating. So people out there. Yeah, I, I heard you say this on the last episode. Oh, did you? Did you? Oh, yeah. well, well, thank you for that. Um, I, I'm so irritated by it. So I'm sorry if you downloaded it. I, I like, I didn't mean to like, Shove that down stop your throat. downloading it now i, I don't know uh, that is not a free podcast it's a premium fee you well no no here's data uh, plans. do i have oh data plans right here's the T-Mobile. problem here's the problem is that uh, uh net neutrality people people apparently download podcasts using their data plans i see uh which which is something that i one i i, I don't recommend I doing people out there that, yeah, yeah. it's but a bad idea but if it makes you you know download this show I've heard, but I've heard them say, well, I'm fine downloading this show because they agreed to download the show. They said yeah. the, the dent it's putting in my data plan is worth it to listen to the show. Yes. You don't have to laugh at that. It's true. Like, no, that's I, the yeah, agreement that's being you're made. You're describing capitalism. Yes. I get it. But I, I, so you don't go, oh, yeah, I've agreed that it is worth, you know, 60 megabytes to listen to Alex uh, do the Alex cast. Mm-hmm. At no point did you agree, oh, I, I, another 60 megabytes to listen to Alex and Lillian talk about The Simpsons. Which, I mean, I know it's a very similar show, but still, that wasn't part of the agreement. So anyway, I just wanted to put it out there. I'm sorry. I What I think I'm going to have to do is, because that show doesn't get a lot of listeners, and this this show is just, just hemorrhage enough listeners that I don't think it all matters. I may just migrate the other show onto, like, um, whatever that service I used to use was. Like, one of the free ones. Mm-hmm. Potomatic, I think, is the one I used to use. I think I might have to do that. Because that's annoying. Because it just won't work. I do, it, I would offer to take a look at it, but I feel like you're really, you know, tech savvy. You think you probably tried it from a few different angles, right? I mean, I can show you. Yeah, I mean, I can walk you through it. But the thing is, I'd have to show you how like the system I use works. But okay, here's the thing. Welcome to TechCast. <laughs> Let's diagnose this problem real quick here. AlexCast.com slash feed slash podcast or whatever the hell it is. That's the AlexCast feed. 
alexcast.com slash feed slash podcast two is the other feed. Now you notice that those are different feeds. Like if you randomly put a two in the middle of the word Google, you won't go to their homepage. You know why? Because things matter. That two signifies something in the world of how everything fucking works. Except for some reason, this piece of shit. I've checked ad nauseum. It, it's there. It's The feed is submitted as the one with the two. It's a different feed. And yet it keeps showing up. I, it is... It is... Nuisance-some. It, I was trying to remember what that... Joanna Nuisance-some. Don't, don't even fucking <laughs> mess with Joanna Newsome. I, I, I will skin you. What's that? I was trying to remember what Noonien Soong, uh, maybe it's not Noonien, but I was trying to remember what uh, 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 Khan said in Wrath of Khan. He tasks me. That's it. Yeah. It tasks me. It nice. is so, it tasks me. So uh, just, yeah, whatever. I just want to say it on the show because uh, if you are for the people that didn't bother, you know, just the point is, sorry, I'm not trying to be, I'm not, I'm not presuming myself upon, upon your listenership. Uh, it is, it is, you know, I thank you very much for listening to this show and I just feel rude, um, forcing the other show on you, but I mean, essentially the other show is just the Alex cast. Just, we talk about the Simpsons slightly more and most episodes, that's not even that true. Drinking a very large cup of coffee here and, um, I kind of regret the amount I made. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, is that a lot of coffee to just have in a thin glass mug like that too. It's not that thin. It's thick. For coffee? I don't know about that, mister. Have you never drank at chic coffee places? Uh, this is thicker than a mason jar, and they serve shit at a mason jars all the time. They serve hot drinks in mason jars? Yeah. Ew. That's what? inappropriate. You know what's inappropriate? You're mocking of the of the good old-fashioned American institution of the mason jar. No, I use mason jars at home for cold drinks. Oh, now all of a sudden you're Mr. Mason Jar. If Make you, up your mind, if hipster. You oh, yeah, I was there hot first. liquid in a mason jar, it, would, it will burn your hands. Well, you'll notice that it doesn't. Also, when you make French roast coffee, you don't have fully, you don't fully boil the water. You wait for it to get a throaty gurgle and then put it in the French press because that gives a deeper flavor in the coffee. Yeah, I also like to let it uh, sit in the bottom and with the coffee grounds and yeah. just kind of absorb it, then stir it up a little bit. Yeah, then, then then you do the press. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you add the rest of the liquid. Give that a minute. No. And then do the press. No, that's not done. It sits in the beans for too long. You're gonna. It's, it's no. You should watch can... Alton Brown, man. He's a food scientist. Fuck that guy. And Alton knows what he did. If he wants to bring it up, he can come back on the show. By the way, if you ever wonder why episode forty-seven isn't available anymore, well, you just got the fucking answer. Piece of shit, Alton Brown. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, Doc Brown. That's that's not even you. That's Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Careless whisper. I thought I had stuff to talk about. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, so let's talk about this. Last week, we challenged each other. A battle for the ages, they said. You shall listen to old people music, and I shall listen to young people music. Continuing the, the, the topic that we have, we have been covering for a bit. Although this time, you listen to music instead of uh, watched a classic film. Mm-hmm. I listen to Earl Sweat Shirt, and you listen to Tom Waits. Closing Time. Closing Time. One of his early... So if you if people out there are, are uh, unfamiliar with Closing Time, um, when you're thinking about Tom Waits, where it's... Um, <laughs> this is about 20 years before that happened. So his voice is very different. Um, you might have to... You're probably going to have to do something in editing there. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little I'm a little looser with things because I don't have to edit anymore. So I'm gonna ring keys into a microphone. Uh but yeah, the closing time is like twenty years before that, so he's still like a crooner. So just you know, if you're if people at home, get the album list. But let me get through my Earl sweatshirt stuff first. I have nothing to say about Earl Sweatshirt for this. I don't have the hip hop knowledge to understand that album. Because you were saying it's like kind of a deconstruction or like kind of like a, this is like almost like a, like a satire of, mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, as I was listening to it, I realized like I, I literally don't have the appropriate knowledge to understand what their satire. Like I don't, I don't know the game enough to know what he's mocking. I mean, yeah. well, it's not even, 
it's not even that. I shouldn't call it satire because satire implies like a cohesive cleverness, you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, structurally and in behind, you know, like yeah, with yeah. your intention or whatever. Um, uh, I might have misspoke a little bit if I if I described it that way. I may have, I may have I may have used that word anyway. Well, I may have no. Um, I would say overall the album may is like, for horses. I, um, may is for years, boy. Not you, calendars. Yeah, cold hard calendars. Um, the album's a three out of five for me, I think. Oh, okay. Best. So don't don't get me wrong. I just thought it would be interesting for you to hear it because. Even though what I would call this album is kind of listening to it again is kind of like horrorcore, which is just like, I mean, you kind of get the idea from the lyrics. It's just kind yeah. of like shitty music um, that's supposed to be kind of like absurdist. And I feel like the reason I would say three out of five is because in a way now that I'm older, uh, this album came out in like 2010 um, and I haven't really listened to it since Um you know, and don't get me wrong; it's not like an underground thing or whatever. This is yeah. like a highly regarded album. Oh no, I I, time. I I researched, and it yeah. seemed like this is like a a very it's a known quantity because it's like, yeah. and I've I haven't listened to it in a long time, and like I knew like it was a good album, and I've known that for a long time, and I suggested it, um, knowing that it was a good album, and then I listened to it again, and I'm like, ooh, this is really like cringy. It like yeah. tries really hard to be like absurdist in some moments, and it like doesn't quite get there, and it's just like kind of embarrassing. Let me take back my previous statement about this album. I completely understood the satire and the nature of the album. I just, I was kind of giving it more credit than it deserved then. Because that's exactly what I took away. Yeah. I just thought I was totally missing. Fair. Okay. I thought I was missing something. No. Because there's one part where, like, there's this one song uh, where basically the song is, um, uh, the song, I think the song's probably called, like, Faggot Digga, where it just goes, Faggot Digga. I'm right. a, uh, hey, look, bitch, I'm going to chop her face off. Right. And now there's another song where it's like, I stab a cop in the neck, and now right. I threw him in my trunk. And now there's a dead guy in my trunk, and there's a dead person in my front sheet. Faggot Digga. And it's like, and I'm not exaggerating, am I? No, no, okay. no, it's bad. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I was like, I just thought there was more. Yeah. there that I was missing but right. yeah it just sounds like somebody that's swinging and missing on trying to be a satire so yeah. weird about it is this was kind of the beginning of like where like a musical artist or like a hip-hop artist specifically like you would first listen to it and you would think like oh that's pretty bad or whatever this doesn't yeah. really strike me as great work or anything and yet they have this cultural importance behind them and everybody really is like into it and says yeah. that they love it and it's like most people who say that they like it are like hoping that like it will, you know, catch on for them or something like they will, you know, start to appreciate the album after multiple listens or something and don't really see it. It's more of like a cultural uh, thing. It's kind of weird. There's other people like Lil B. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. The bass god. Um, Riff Raff. Uh, you the know. guy from Rock Hero Picture Show. Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's almost like or Heathcliff's gang kind of like uh two chains as well it's kind of like delusional almost like this two is chains, good music you know and it's like it's tongue-in-cheek kind of silly ironic yeah. but on a really subtle level because no one ever admits that you know because then it wouldn't be funny or cool i guess yeah that's so uh, it's kind of yeah. weird i don't even know how but the thing that really makes this album good for me is um earl was like 15 when he made it and like lyrically, it's really, really hit and miss. Sometimes it's like really clever and the flow is just like perfect and everything. Um, and then other times it's just like whatever. It's just dumb, you know, it's yeah. just not worth listening to. Um, so what was really cool is after this, he got sent to like a boot camp alternative school or something in Samoa for years. And everybody was thinking like when this dude comes back, he's going to make the greatest album of all time or whatever. You know, it's like. He's going to be more mature, but like with the same like mumble flow kind of dark yeah. thing, but, you know, more mature and refined. And he never really did. So this was kind of like the hype for him. You know what I mean? Like he had more commercial success coming back, but he never really made that like great album that people were expecting. So yeah, you've I, experienced kind of that height. Yeah, I think I, I get it. I just I suppose I I don't understand why it's I I it just seems like something that should just be ignored. Like, it's just like, Oh, I mean, yeah, I see what you did there. Like that literally is like a, uh, as someone that, you know, went to school for poetry, one of the things that, you know, one of the, the deadly phrase you can hear is I, I, I see what you did there, which is 
Woo. Oh, you tried. Uh, that's this album. And I, I was just assuming I was missing something, but no, I, I think I pretty much got it. Like the whole thing got, got what was going on there and just, yeah. Uh, not, uh, yeah. Not, and I mean, there is a not whole, worth it for me. Yeah. There's a whole like marketing aspect with like the odd future Wolfgang thing, like that was that kind of rap group. And, you know, yeah. they were really big, like on Tumblr and stuff and kind of that alternative vibe and everything that really like pushed it. Um, and so I think that you're right. I think from, you know, kind of an outside perspective, it's pretty easy to see. And I think that's what I was doing, listening to it like this last week was kind of like, oh, this is just kind of stupid. Um, but back then I didn't have that same reaction of like, oh, I see what you did there. There was just something about it that was in the genre kind of unexpected, I guess, um, that, you know, made it novel enough to actually, uh, consider good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, frankly, and, and I am, and I, I'm hesitant to say this, but it's a little insane clown posse. Dude, I'm so glad you yeah. said that. Yeah, I was totally I was like, thinking Ugh. that. And that was 10 years before, 15 yeah. years before that. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, uh, but he wasn't wearing clown makeup. He yeah. was dressed like oh, a no, Tumblr I'm, hipster. No, no. I'm, but being, I'm, like, being, I'm not. He I'm, like t- yeah. kind of took that music and like yeah. put put it in like a, you know, all over print t-shirt with a Supreme hoodie or hat yeah. or whatever. And like people, you know, ate the shit up or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, I know. It's it's interesting. So don't get me wrong. It's not like I think it's the greatest album of all time. I just thought it would be an interesting one for to get your, uh, you know, feedback on. And now anytime someone says Odd Future or anything, you kind of have uh, yeah, a little history there in your head. No, I don't know what Odd Future is. Well, that was the, the group that, I mean, there's Tyler, the creator. Have you heard of him? Yes. So he's the one who had the most probably success, uh, you know, critically and financially whatever you know he's had some uh top songs or whatever on the billboards i think um some pretty cool music videos and he's dropped a lot of different albums um he's kind of the head of that whole posse whatever you want to call it but there's a lot of different artists that are involved in that um yeah and they were all kind of featured on the album so you kind of got a taste of that um that's pretty old though so you know, there's been a lot of progression since then of music that's actually good, like Frank Ocean, Haji Beats. Um, those guys are all pretty good that came out of that. Um, Earl kind of stayed doing that same similar kind of music that was all kind of like so-so. Yeah. Tyler never really progressed or anything. So, well, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and just say um, don't listen to it. There you go. Not you. Audience at home. I already listened to it. I probably won't listen to it again. I'm giving I'm giving the old thumbs down from the Alex cast. I wish there was a, I wish that I had more to say. I, I was kind of, I listened to it a second time. It's short. And so. it's just, there's, yeah. I just, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't have much for this. So uh, let it, let us move on. Mm-hmm. And first let me start with a bit of an apology. I think I chose the wrong album for you to listen to for Tom Waits. Now I love this album. But I mostly love this album for, like, there's three songs that I love the fuck out of. And I realized, I think it's the next album or the one after that is the one I probably should have chosen. But we had already done the shit that we had already said it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not taking my pick back. I still think this is a fucking super solid album. But uh, it's not, it's not, there's there's one that's, that, I think it's the one after this, gets a little bit more, um, I don't want to use the term pop, but a little bit, It, it it's like, five years away from the kind of croonery thing he was doing in this album. Like not, not in chronological time in, in like if, you know, if Sinatra is 55, I shouldn't have said that because it's a song 50. If Sinatra's 54, <laughs> uh, this is, you know, the next album's like Sinatra, you know, 64, like where it's, uh, uh, it's a little bit more kind of accessible songs, less like kind of hearkening back to lounge, whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. stand by the, stand by the choice. I was like, I should move one up. Cause the next one up's got a bunch of songs that like Springsteen and like famous people covered that it's like, oh, this is probably the one that anyway. So what do you think about uh, Closing Time? Uh, I thought it was a great album and a lot of spots. Um, it was interesting. Um, you know, there was a lot of unique sounds coming from it. You know, a lot of like mainstream singer songwriter folky kind of stuff mixed with really jazzy you know, trumpets and like the piano and the chord choices and all that. Um, very unique stuff. I, I really liked it. Um, 
yeah, uh, some I thought overall though some of the songs were a little hit or miss and uh the lyricism which is like a huge Tom Waits thing from my understanding was a little bit like kind of lacking. I'm assuming cuz it's his first album it is what it is, but Yeah, there's there's a yeah, it's a little it's going a little bit again that that Sinatra thing which I keep I know you're not like super versed in in Sinatra but like his lyrics kind of are a little simplistic as well, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, very true. And uh, it's got ice cream man on there, which I totally forgot that was on that album. And uh, boy, that's, that's shit song. Man. In, 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 until he starts just banging a pot against a wall and groaning and calling it a song. That's my least favorite Tom Waits song for like probably five albums later. Like it's boy, is that one just fucking pure Island? Just, Oh, fuck you. Yeah, and I listened to the one from the early years, volume one, I think, yeah. that I found online. That one was uh, pretty good, actually, but still, not that redeeming of a song. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think it came from, like, an older song, like, in the 40s or 50s that th- he was covering. Yeah, a lot of um, these are And then that. Van Halen even did a cover of the same song, which yeah. I thought was, like, that's where I recognized it. I was like, oh, this Van Halen song, wait, that isn't right, obviously. Um, yeah, so that was a thing. Um, and it came after one of my favorite songs on the album, uh, Lonely, which I just really got into, especially like from the very beginning, it sounds so modern, like with like the jazz fusion kind of sound, like the, you know, specific chords that he's using on the piano. Um, and then like his, even his lyricism is really like, modern James Blakey kind of thing. Um, I just thought it was really cool sounding. It sounds like it could be released today, like on SoundCloud and it would sound like uh, almost like electronic music, you know, because it's just, it's so modern. It's so weird, but uh, the way that he did it was really awesome. Um, Yeah. Uh, And then old 55 was, it's just a really great song. I've had it stuck in my head all week. So yeah, old 55 is the song. That's the reason I keep coming back to this album. Uh, For me, it's old 55. um, Martha. uh, Lonely. And grapefruit moon. Those are kind of like my favorites. Yeah. And then there's others that like, uh, hope that I didn't fall in love with you. I really like, except for. Lyrically, it's just embarrassing. It's a bad song. Man. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, and I think I just fell in love with yeah. you. It's, and it's like, oh, God. Uh, you know, the thing is, that. I like, I really like, I like, I really like the song if, if most of the words were different. It's just so <laughs> weird because I really, I really like the way he does it. Like, oh, I don't fall in love with you. Like, I like that kind of weird, like up and down thing he's mm-hmm. doing, but it's just, that seems so cruel. Like, there's like this weird kind of waveform that he's pulling off. Which I quite like, except for that the words he's using in those waveform is, is, they're dumb. It actually, you know what? Kendrick Lamar, where it's like, oh, I really like what, like, how that sounded. Oh, and now I just paid attention to the words you use. It's like, ugh. Like, not, I don't mean the bitch thing, like the, like, just kind of the more puerile, like, mm-hmm. kind of. The I mean, braggadocious type stuff, yeah. Even, you know, even just the kind of childish nature. I mean, this is like, I hope I don't fall in love with you. That's like, I mean, that's. That's something you'd write in like middle school on oh, a fucking, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a bad, po- bad poem in fucking seventh grade. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. some of that stuff that was like, but I mean, you kind of cut him some slack because it's like you look at like other country music or whatever, like Johnny Cash that wasn't that far oh, yeah, yeah. back. And it's like uh, the bar was set pretty low for lyricism. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, this song could be yeah. so simple. Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of breaking ground in this album in a way, like um, definitely not sounding like a 70s album. In that oh way. no no it's yeah, it's it, awesome it, this is a, it, it just kind of it it doesn't sound like him but this this feels more like the dylan side of things where it's lyrically interesting and his lyrics aren't great yet but uh uh they i think they, i think it's the next album yeah i'll figure it it doesn't matter but like like very soon he starts getting like kind of that next little like kind of and this i don't know if you're gonna understand this and again sorry to harp on the but the youth thing but it's like this is something that was right before i was around so like then the people that were square when I was growing up would say shit like this, but it's like, it's almost like Rod Stewart in the, in the sixties and seventies, Rod Stewart used to be a fucking badass. And, but the only thing I knew him for was just, I mean, you, Tina Turner hair and terrible songs. Like I just, right. he was a fucking mess by the time I was aware of him. But like the guys that were like, when I was, when I was very young, the guys in their like, I guess late twenties 
would be like, no, Rod Stewart used to rule. And this is like one of those things where it kind of revives you over Rod Stewart, where it's like, this is just fucking rocks. And it's like kind of, so the next album kind of turns that way. Like, um, uh, I think that's the one with um, Downtown Train. Uh, What's the name of the next album? Do you know? Um, no, that's what I was just trying to come up with. Uh, I'll figure it out. Tom Waits albums. And, and hopefully Google just gives me, yeah. Um, oh, and of course, like, this is the order of the show. Um, Tom Waits albums, Tom Waits Rain Dogs, 1985, Closing Time, 73, Swordfish Trombone, 83. Like, what the, what the fuck kind of shit ass Google dumb fuckery are you Was doing here? Was it the uh, Heart of Saturday Night, Small Change, Foreign <laughs> Affairs? Yeah, I think that is it. Um, unless that's the live one. Because there's a bunch of dumb fucking live, he does a bunch of live things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, this is, this is quite a good one too. Like this one, okay, so, um. Uh, yeah, this is the one I'm thinking of, but this one's still quite good. This one's still got a bit of that kind of old, uh, like, um, please call me baby is, is directly like just old stuff. It's just like, Oh, please call me baby wherever you are. And he puts like this affected little, like, it's like, Ugh. um, a small change. I want to think, you know, the problem is I've listened to all these albums a million times all at the same time. Um, and they they all uh, they all kind of have blended together. Oh, who gives a shit? The point is, everybody should listen to Tom Waits. Find uh, the song "Walking Spanish." Listen to um, "Downtown Train," "Jersey Girl," um, anything, and then like later, really, really later album. Uh, listen to "Mule Variations" is really good, and yeah, "Real Gone" is really good. I listened to Rain Dogs a few tracks from that. Rain Boy. Dogs, Rain Dogs has some fucking great songs, Does it? And, but there's also a lot Dude, of that hitting a tin pan against the wall. Insanity from yeah. the. It was like, okay, we're on a pirate ship, and now you're an old hobo with a cymbal banging it in yeah. my ear, thinking that I should love this. And it's like there's a lot of social pressure to say that Tom Waits is great. So what am I listening to? Um, which is cool. I mean, I don't want to give the wrong impression. It's not like I studied the album and didn't find anything redeeming. It was just like, hey, before I make judgments on his older stuff, I should put it in context. Like, okay, you know, and it's like play a few seconds of this song, and it's like, wow, okay. this is this is actually the album you should listen to, except for it starts off weird because Singapore is the first song. Yeah, and that's the one Singapore that starts off with like Oompa Loopas. We'll send our nights to Singapore <laughs> where all the habits are revealed. It's it's just it's it's Gogol Bordello, but um, right, exactly. clap hands is that way. Cemetery folk is that way. Jockey full of bourbon, tango to the sore. Um, track eight is where it starts to get good. So track eight is hang down your head, which is fantastic. Time is one of the best songs ever written. Rain Dog is really good. Um, Gun Street Girl is really good. Blind Love is good. Walking Spanish is fantastic. Downtown Rain, Downtown Rain, and Anywhere I Lay My Head is. Um, see if you can bring that up. Maybe it's on YouTube. Try to play Anywhere I Lay My Head. Tom Waits. Okay. Yeah, I saved this album uh, to listen to later. I mean, it's not like I ruled it out. It was just like give it a listen. No, but this is this is a really good medium album because this is where he still got some really good songwriting on it. But then there's a lot of that like pirate. Yeah, that Singapore is that exactly like just a music. See, I love that. It's more stylistic right here than, like, yeah. it's used as the centerpiece, which I like a lot more. But this is that perfect middle part where it's like he's still trying to be a performer, right. still writing good songs. Also, how much must that hurt to try to sing live? And we're hanging out for, for a reason. No, no, we keep Sorry, we're going to have to... We'll talk over it, because it does a thing that I want to... Um, it's it's illustrative uh, of what uh, of what happened to, to our young Tom. To me, this is perfect. Like, I could listen to this, like, not forever, but I love this. It's 
it is good. It just it makes me think of Aerosmith. Like, yeah. Well, the problem like, is just this is so long before that. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you know, no, yeah. It's, up, yeah. it's not right. Uh, I think it's at the end of this little bit. Start showing up. Thanks for ruining that song, Tom. Why are why are we in a New Orleans funeral now? Like this isn't bad, but what the hell just happened to that song that we were listening to? See, that's funny because uh, I know that's what you didn't like about the Kendrick Lamar yeah. album too, and. I kind of thought that was the best part of the song, but I mean, no, it's, it's like it's, me- no, it not sounds like, good, but it has nothing to do with the song. <laughs> yeah, it's a changeup, it, you know. Yeah, I just I write a song. Yeah, I know. Well, that one was a little <laughs> weird because it was I was having trouble kind of connecting the elements. Yeah, um, I like it when it's thematically similar, um, which is easier to do with hip hop because it's like, oh, he's saying the same words. Yeah, um, over the same beat, but something like that. It was like, what is the similar element here? Um, yeah, so. Okay, you know, hit up, yeah, um. Make two songs. Hit up Downtown Train. Okay. Track 17. Because that's, that song's kind of, oh, this is where Tom's going to go. And then the rest, the, for about 20 years, he just basically fucked a frying pan and called it songs. I keep saying frying pan, I'm sorry. Apologize to all the frying pans out there. Like, this is kind of, this is the, the kind of Rod Stewart-y stuff. Back in the, right. I guess, late 60s, early 70s is when Rod Stewart, like, the first Maggie May with, uh, when it was, Rod Stewart was, I think they were called the Little Faces or the Tiny Faces. Um, he used to kind of rock, and then he turned to this. But this is kind of that style. But, but just Yeah, this get, is pretty awesome. Let's get to the hook here. Because this is the rather catchier parts of it. So that's that's what I love about right, so that's that kind of that's Tom at the like this is the him at the crossroads where I think he kind of peaked a lot where it's got a lot of like that so sounds like closing time in a certain way where it's kind of bluesy it looks like that mm-hmm. um like what's that famous painting of the people like the people in a diner on a corner like that uh oh is it Norman Rockwell I don't know I don't know who anybody is doesn't oh. matter but you know it's like that kind of that like big big fendered car style and then he gets to like kind of <laughs> yeah. almost entering into like a bit of a rock age it's like oh god damn tom waits fucking rules and then you know but this album you can start hearing the the kind of influences coming in um now see if you can type in google uh, by google i mean youtube see if you can find tom waits what is he building in there we're on a tom waits bit here mostly because i don't have anything else to talk about this episode uh, yeah, I found it. Okay, see if you can play that. Uh, that. That's the easy part, yeah. This is a song on a Tom Waits album. It's like track six or something. Album art school. What is he building in there? What the hell is he building in there? Is he building a person? He has subscriptions to those magazines. He never waves when he goes by. He's hiding something from the rest of us. Because those were days of roses. Poetry. <laughs> I know why. He took down the tire swing from the pepper tree. 
He has no children of his own, you see. He has no dog. It doesn't do anything. That's what that's that's a more reasonable example of it. It's just you know he got he got Zappa syndrome where it's where it just stops making. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's Tom Waits, probably my favorite musician ever. But boy, did he have a lot of years of just making weird noises and just stuff. That kind of reminds me of Red Savine. Do you know him? He's no. like a country western like talk song. Like I was driving down the road the other day, I saw a oh, semi yeah. coming my way. Like you know, yeah. and it's like yeah, um, that was cool. I mean, I liked the production on it. it was, oh no, it's it's it's, it's just, just not a song really. Exactly <laughs> in and, the way, but it is in the way that Red Savine is, yeah. which is like I will listen to this through my ear holes. So yeah, <laughs> there's a musical element, but this is. But not a song. Yeah, and that's that's like in the middle of an album. It's not like I get that as like kind of a last track of the album, kind of fucking around it. And I actually I would listen to an album of that. Right. However, that's like in the middle of an album full of like music right. songs. I'm gonna you know? put on my Tom Waits album and just write, and it's yeah. like okay, that this is a little distracting. There's a little boy with a tin cup walking down the sidewalk. Yeah. This sure. is like surrealism or mystical realism. Hayuki Murakami wrote the lyrics. Um. Things just got easier. Email talked about that. Oh, did you have anything else to say about closing time? Uh, let me pull it up here. I don't think so. Uh, no, we covered it, man. I rejoined OKCupid. Oh boy, what happened to uh, the wakethesheeple.com or whatever? I just couldn't go through with it. Um. It just, I, I, it's probably I, just all fake shit anyway. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I just, I frankly didn't want to put the effort no in. Yeah. So I, I, I re reestablished my account, um, put a different picture, uh, up. I was scrolling through matches. I saw a lot of the people that I wrote to that never wrote back still there nice. after all these months. Just hanging out. So I made a note saying, should I, should I rewrite them and demand an apology since they're obviously shit at choosing people? <laughs> Because I think I want to do that. Is months later, right back as, Hi, I'm a quality human that you didn't bother to write back last time. Can't help but see you're still on here. And just be vindictive. Of course I'm not going to do it. But the, the I don't know, man. Couldn't. It could work. You could totally neg them, right? Here's the thing, though, is I wouldn't want to be with someone that worked well. <laughs> wow, he's so aggressive. He just takes what he wants. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, you know, that like the secret, not the secret. What's that? The game? What was that shit? That like pickup artist shit? Yeah. Is it the game? Uh, yeah. Isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think that's the name. Right? What's the guy's name, though? It's something really douchey. Um, yeah, whatever. But uh, the uh, uh, like the first step of that is you're supposed to like insult them. And I just like the, the, thought, <laughs> the thought of that is just, like this. That's just that's just disgusting. Like on a <laughs> like just on a on a human level. So uh, but that was my I, so there's an insight into Alex's dark side. Um, my, my, my I think thought that was... got contrived. I think, I don't know. I saw it on an SNL sketch as well with Leslie Jones. I was doing some research on her for my, uh, you know, uh, Ghostbusters review. That's uh, never going to happen. All right. That's not true. Um, and they were saying you should do something like a compliment and then also a negative criticism about them. I think so that's that way deal. you kind yeah. of balance it out. I don't remember. Which yeah. also seems manipulative and weird. Well, that's the like, entire point is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's. Uh, the problem with the world that it is right now, and, and I'm going to sound like right wing radio for a second. The problem with the world that it is right now is we're too PC. Everybody's just out of control with this PC stuff. I got your neocon liberals. <laughs> those, right. that's, you got your motherboards. That, you got the, your that, RAM. That's the opposite, right? Neocon too PC. So get it. All right. Yeah. Oh, I got PC. it. Like a personal computer, a personal computer. Yeah. Hello, computer. Ooh, a, ooh, a mouse. How quaint. Um, <laughs> the world that we live in where everything is completely like way too PC and like overly sensitive. And I'm saying that like, I, I love the direction the world's going in, but when everything becomes that way, any kind of human behavior can't be discussed with any kind of honesty. <laughs> Cause yeah, the I fact know. is like courting rituals are, are, are intrinsically not like egalitarian equal. Right. Like it's, it's, it's just, it, it is what it is. Like yeah. I'm not like, I, no, you just, you're not. You can't, that's you, just the reality. Of yeah, the world. you can't break it down. Like it's just we we are in fact upright apes, and there's a certain amount of. But like to try to discuss it in any way, or to try to like have any kind of without it being just like this kind of 
just insult fest of people that take things as, as everything is an insult mm. is, is just impossible. Because, yeah, I have just, I thought about this recently of the kind of the monkey nature of man can't be spoken of because it's yeah. just. Well, I think part of the problem, too, is just the people who have been so outspoken about that kind of stuff, like. They're not using like the most cautious of, uh, you know, pronouns and judgments or whatever. They're like all women. You, they want you to treat them like shit first. And then what, you know, and it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. you those, know, those, that those, just leaves the door open to be. Yeah. Those aren't the people totally I'm referring to, but like, but those are the people who are in pop culture. No, no, 100. No, no. So what I mean is that like kind of sparks the bounce back that we're in right now. It's like those yeah. douchebags did exist. You no, know? that's what yeah, I'm I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the direction we're going in. Like, I'm I'm happy with the way that society's moving as far as like equality and like treating people with respect. Right. Like, I really like the directionality. It's just some of the specifics of it just get like get like sideways fucked. Yeah. So like, but but that's one of the ones where it's like, you know, the the. You know, if, if, and, and this is not referring to sexual uh, intercourse, but like, you know, if a woman says no, you should just respect her. It's like not referring to sex, but like to say asking a girl out. Well, that goes against the wisdom of every fucking song ever written. Most plays, pretty much 90% of novels. Like it's yeah. the, the the romantic gesture of pr- pursuit is, is kind of intrinsic to nature. And not, I shouldn't say intrinsic, but it seems to be something that's like deeply it's, seated yeah, it's, in some it's way seated in our psychology. It's like an, you know, but did it, did it's even, a specific archetype that we yeah. play out. It's just a thing that ex- somehow or another exists in our mind that we like to see fulfilled, like except you know, for through if, stories and in our life, except for if you talk about it right. in any kind of way and then it's, well, no, that's you're kind of the odd future yeah, yeah. thing. It's like, or whatever, like don't talk about this. Otherwise I think I don't remember who said it, but it's a perfect quote. It's like, if you name it, then it's, then you've killed it or whatever. Like, if you name me, then I. Oh, oh, you're thinking of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. What you're thinking of, uh, Mr. Mixlix Pitalik from, from the from the, from the the Superman comics is who you're thinking that of. That one, uh, I got Rumpelstiltskin. Didn't get that one. Mixlix Pitalik is, uh, is a creature from the eighth dimension, and the only way mm. to destroy him is to make, it, so, make him say his name backwards. Oh, But his I name is Mixlix Pitalik. Um, uh, yeah, so no, it's just the, it's like yeah. If you talk about it, it's it it's it's just one of those things. You don't yeah. talk about it because then it's it, well, it's not for the same reason. It's not that it's not cool anymore. It's just like people don't want to hear that thing discussed because they don't want to think that they're that simplistic or something. You know, there's like a cognitive yeah. dissonance. Like, oh, that is not true for me. Um, you well, for, know, because they don't want to analyze for it. For me, the it's actually uh, for me I think the other side the, the 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 problematic side of it is that the kind of and this this again, I'm going to sound right ring radio, but I'm not I'm not saying this is like a huge problem, but I'm just saying this is where some of the uncomfortable edges is is that you've you've taken the ability to be male away in a lot of ways, like that is like the archetypal male thing is like in in a relationship dynamic is is there the pursuer is that's gone. So it's, it's, it's a difficult thing of like, well, how do you describe any dynamic? Mm-hmm. Like, like the other, like it's, it is a, the, the, the non, you know, cis normative is, and again, I like that this is happening where it's like, we've accepted a world where you say, Oh, my preferred pronoun is like, I like that. That's a thing. But the other side of it is, isn't as, you know, it's, it's not as evolved linguistically. So it's a difficult thing to try to talk about. So it's like, well, how can I like, you know, like, all right, so you're, you, you know, your, your, your basic nature is, well, you identify as this. So if you identify as like, you know, kind of a bog standard male, it's, there's no real way to kind of express that in the culture as is. And I get it. Cause frankly, we had the ball for a while and we yeah, didn't really right. do a good job. With no, it. like, it's so true. Kind of burned everything down. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. invented rape. Like we really did a pretty shit poor job of running the joint. So I totally get the response. Not just that, but yeah. we were so, it's like global warming. It's like, oh, fuck it. We'll, we'll get there when those PC bitches figure their shit out or whatever. And they yeah. finally fight back. It's like, we could have uh, worked the ground a little bit, been a little bit more respectful and kind of, yeah. you know, because now we have these concepts and these feelings and you know, society and groups of people and, you know, the way they communicate. And we don't, like you said, it's like a vocabulary thing. We don't necessarily have the words to conceptualize and discuss it on that level, you know, but it's like, we know that there's like this thing happening, but it's just really yeah, hard like, to what do talk you do? about. Yeah, I'm a, like, I'm like a not rapey pursue male. Like, I would, <laughs> like, how do I, how do I, like, like, yeah. like, 
Um, I accept that, like, you know, those kind of love song lyrics are actually true of a lot of, like, interaction between male and females, but I also am disgusted by Rufinol. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just like a, a certain vocabulary problem. But, um, anyway, uh, everybody that didn't write me back on OkCupid is a bunch of bitches. <laughs> That's what it all boils yeah. down to, boy. No, it's, it's, uh, it is just one of those things where it's, um. I rejoined because I, I, I told my therapist I would uh, nice. like make some kind of effort towards uh, any kind of like, you know, uh, uh, human interaction because I don't have it ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I was going through and I'm seeing those people that are still on there. And, and it's it just, I mean, I've talked about it. Uh, we make eye contact every like 30 minutes or so. You and I? Yeah. Well, I said human contact. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And sorry, I don't sir. consider you sorry, human. Sir. I consider I consider you a producer. I- now get back <laughs> in the yard. Sorry, sir. Um. That was uh, that was actually a reference to Peter Sellers and being there, and just realized that probably sounded really fucking racist. Um, I was, yeah, that didn't I mean. thought it was more of like uh, like I was a dog or something. So you're you're you were in the clear. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Well, anyway, I meant Maybe, Peter Sellers. Unless someone, I mean, there probably a lot of people got that reference. So maybe it but wasn't. A, it nice wasn't. Apology, frankly, now. it wasn't all that good of a reference. So Way I was to like, get yeah, in front that, of it. Anyway, the point is, that I get in front of things. A That's big shitstorm, yeah. dude. Like what happened to AVGN? You know. I it's they they check for viruses. Oh no, oh. that's AVG. Isn't oh it? sorry, yeah, advanced virus guard. Yeah. The standard facebook.com slash the standard pdx pdx shortened form of Portland. The standard facebook.com slash the standard pdx. Here is the thing. I am talking. Sort of like a robot now, for no reason. 14 Northeast 20 seconds where you can find them in their physical, uh, you know, or, or corporeal reality, uh, not in the strange uh, ethereal uh, oddness that is the internet. This is uh, a real-life uh, version of the world. It's uh, it's like that movie The Matrix, except you took blue pill. Please go there. Enjoy. Wednesday nights, you can drink $1 hams. That is a 16-ounce beer for $1 in a, in a glass, like it's, you know, it's from the tap. You want to buy me a whiskey? We'll meet up there. Have whiskey on you at the standard. Facebook.com slash the standard PDX or 191419 is when they were established. They're the oldest bar in in America, uh, but you can find them in uh, not the oldest bar in America. You can find them at uh, 14 Northeast 22nd in Portland or econ.com. All right, don't look at the screen, man. No matter what you do, look away, because these are going to be some toughies, but we're going to get to the bottom of it together. Uh, These are words. Definitions are a mystery. All right. I have my, uh, the pop-up book of phobias here. Oh, God. Well. Wow. There is. Oh. That's dentophobia if you're a dentist. Or radiation. What is that? X-ray? Oh, boy. That is uh, aerophobia. The Fear of Nutramoke Hotel's second album. Uh, yes, that's the big pop-up book of phobias. All right, so give me give me a quiz here. All right, so we're starting it off. Uh, you'll have to forgive my pronunciation. Quizmaster. Please, forgive them in advance. Okay. And then we can move on. I'm forgiving your what? Uh, mispronunciations. Okay, good. Go ahead. In advance, please. I want to know that you're not going to screw me on this one. Please forgive I mean, me in advance. Okay, yes, I forgive you. Thank you. Um, okay, so first up we have homiclophobia. 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 H-O-M-O. Uh, H-O-M-I-C-H-L-O. Ah. Homiclophobia. Homiclo. Uh, H-O-M-I-C-H? Uh... Uh... Would you like me to give you the multiple choice? Oh, there's multiple choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, you know, I, you never know with you. you yeah. You could have just pulled it out of your ass. So yeah. I had to give you a fair chance here. All right. Okay. So we have jokes, pools, hominids, fog. Pools. Uh, correct answer. Fog. Fuck. If you had. Orophobia, what would you fear? Angels, aurora borealis, ears, gold. 
Is ears spelled? Is 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 it spelled A U? Mm-hmm. Ears. Uh, correct answer. Gold. Oh, A U. That way. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, clever. All right. <laughs> clever. Whoever came up with that is a genius. Well, like or like I know. E- yeah. ear thing. Yeah, yeah. I totally oral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, esophobia. E o s o. E o s o phobia. E o s o phobia. Yep. All right. What what are the what are the choices here? We have easy tasks, esophagi, daylight, and laughter. I'm gonna go laughter. Correct answer. Daylight. Really? Yeah. All right. I don't know what the root for that is. Weird. All right. I know that. Well, that's OxfordDictionaries.com for you. I'll believe them. Uh, if you that's had fine. pogonophobia, what would you fear? Beards, pilgrims, pogo sticks, or monomania? Monomania. 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 Uh, what is I think monomania? that's. I think that's an old. I think that's an old term for like being nutty. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with beards. Correct answer: Beards. Yay! Woo! I'm gonna look at monomania. All right. Uh, next word is the fear of only being heard from one ear. It's a fun joke. See, mono. Um, it's exaggerated or obsessive uh, youth uh, enthusiasm. Yeah, it's mania. Yeah, like the old term for being a manic. Yeah. So that's I was right. That yeah makes sense. Uh, if you had taniphobia, T-A-E-N-I-I, what would you fear? Tiaras, cats, tapeworms, or tea? Cats. Correct answer, tapeworms. Fuck. That can't be a phobia, unless you're rationally feared by it, I guess. Well, that is, a, that's what all phobias are. I, look. It's a rational fear. I might have misspoke here. I believe you did. And Which I said is, I wouldn't fuck yeah. with you on mispronunciations. Right. Mispronouncements. Yes. Um, if you had zelotypophobia, what would you fear? And that's zelotypo. Okay, so together. that's something to do with wood. All right, we're, all right read it out. Uh, zebras, jealousy, zoologists, typography. Typography. Wait, wait, wait. Typography. Yeah, sure. Wood type typography is what I'm saying. Correct answer. Jealousy. Really? Zelo, zealous, maybe, zelo type. Oh, it's Z Y or X Y? Uh Z E L O. Oh, I heard oh in my head I spell I was spelling it like xylophone. Oh. Because that's the word for wood in Greek. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I would I wouldn't have gotten it anyway, but that <laughs> my guess wouldn't have been as stupid and quick. Um good guess though. If you had Triskai diet Fear of the number thirteen, Tristadecophobia. Correct answer, the number thirteen. Everybody that was scary, give, right? Give it up, everybody. That was scary. Uh, that was scary. We got a new champion in the house. Scary. Uh, thank you. Uh, Pinakophobia. Pinakiphobia. P-I-N-A-C-I. Pinakiphobia. Pinakiphobia. Uh, we have pineapples, aprons, Alaskan king crabs, and lists. Yeah, with lists. Correct answer. Lists. Hapopopop demonstra sesquipedalophobia is the fear of overly long words. Hmm. Well, that doesn't frighten me, so I think I'm in the clear. Uh, papaphobia. Fear of the Pope. Yes. I mean, correct answer, the Pope. Is that really? Oh, yeah. oh nice. Totally. I, was, I was thinking it was going to be one of those things that just sounded like that, and then it no, turned out to be like totally fear of penguins. It. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Cityophobia. What would you fear? Sightseeing. Chairs. Alarm clocks. Or food. How do you and, spell uh, city? It is S-I-T-I-O. Satiophobia. What are the what are the answers? Uh, sightseeing, chairs, alarm clocks, and food. I know it's chairs because that's the funniest one to me. Uh, the answer is food, which really sucks. Yeah, yeah, that'd uh, be upsetting. Oh, hey, these have had explanations the whole time. That's oh, really? so great. Um, yeah, but who gives a shit, right? Yeah, I don't really. Uh, care that result forty percent. Yeah, so, no, I didn't I mean, do that well. To be fair, I was proud of the Tristadecophobia. That was I knew pretty that awesome. One. Yeah. Our next guest is a writer and a poet. <laughs> but what he really does is inspire youth to seek their own inner artists. And today, I'm so happy he gets to bring his inner artist right here at the Snap Judgment stage. Please put your hands together. 
for Mr. Alex Bolin. I wasn't concerned until I realized that I was 18 hours since last checking back in. Home must be worried by now. But I was being hunted, and I had no time to check back in. I remember the first time I saw one out of the corner of my eye. A rustle of grass. Just a small hint that maybe, just maybe, there was something over there. I turned quickly. I followed its footsteps, three in a row. Following even further, I saw but two, and then but one, and then none, and then... Spiro looked me dead in the eyes, and using the power of augmented reality, I cast my balls upon it! And after a mighty battle, after a mighty clash, after the hours of walking, it paid fruition. For I had a CP-10 sitting in my Pokedex. Oh, that is right. The hunt was on. And I was officially a huntsman. Twenty hours. Finally home. My legs were burning. I had a cold, cold beer. It was a long day, but many monsters fell. It was up to level six. I knew I could finally hit a gym. My legs, they were just too broken. I couldn't leave again, for the hunt, it had worn me down. I checked my phone one last time to see if there was any Spiros I could trade in for pixie dust and more candy. And I saw it. An outline. A familiar outline. The outline of the ever-elusive P-K-Chu. The White Whale. The Mewtwo of early Pokemon adopters. And through the pain in my calves, I got back up. I pulled my hair back in a tight man bun and began my epic trudge outside. Three footsteps under the dark, shadowy beast. And I pressed forward. And I watched him move down my list and said, this means I'm going in the wrong direction. So I turned upon my heels and dragged the other way. And he moved back up the list. And up the list. And up the list. And so close to the top and then back down the list. So I stopped and turned around. And now, moving right, it was going back up the list. And up the list. And up the list. And then down again. I turned back around. There was one last direction. I was on its set. It knew what was coming. It knew it was about to be captured. Three footsteps. Three footsteps. It's past the Clefairy. Three footsteps. Three footsteps. And there goes Squirtle. Two footsteps. Spiro. One footsteps. Pidgeotto. No footsteps. And my prey is on the screen. Pikachu, my old friend. I took out my trusty Pokeball and threw it. Curved left. Cursed wind. I took out a raspberry and fed it, because for some reason that makes things you're hunting stay longer. I threw another ball. I caught it. I watched the ball shake in the air, falling to the ground. I knew that the day was mine. But no! It reopened, and Pikachu was back on the field of battle, calling out its epic hunter's call. Which it didn't really do, because they haven't really planned that in. And for some reason, the things you hunt don't actually fight back. I threw another ball, and another, and another. And finally, finally, it was mine. 650 experience points later, I had Pikachu in my Pikadex. <laughs> Whatever it's called. It was mine. Pikachu was mine. I walked home on broken wooden legs because this is a metaphor and I've already lost the plot. And I sat down and looked. CP12. Fuck.
I really should have just gone to bed. A Pokemon tale. All right, that's been a show. This is me closing the show out with, with a ton of energy. <laughs> find me on stuff at the Alex Cast, the Alex Cast. Just find stuff, Google it. I, I wrote a book. You should buy it on Amazon, Periphery by Alex Mullen. You can find all the links on alexcast.com. Um, that's about it. Do those things. Uh, leave reviews. Love us. Worship us. No, don't worship. That's weird. That's creepy. Just love. Or even just even just be fond of. I mean, frankly, you've got some time on your hands. Just leave some reviews. I mean, it's really, this isn't like a whole big fucking deal. Just do it and I'll finally shut up. All right. And uh, I finally got my first personal sponsorship. So I'm here to uh, plug the Series of Unfortunate Events audiobooks uh, read by Lemony Snicket and Tim Curry. Uh, you can pick those up on Amazon. Be sure to use the Amazon link at uh, alexcast.com for maximum efficiency. All right, but if you're using audiobooks, make sure to click the Audible link on alexcast.com. Also, go through Audible first. For the first one, it's free. Then click the Amazon link for the future purchases. Yes. Uh, so that way you don't have to wait a whole month. Those books only take about two hours a pop. Go for it, guys. Fucking lemony snicket. Come on, guys. Netflix series coming out soon. Speaking of a series of unfortunate events, you should listen to Michael's music at... What's it? Uh, iota.bandcamp.com i-i-o-t-a .bandcamp.com alright that's been us in the thing and you've been the in the other thing and have fun and whatnot. Um, please you know um, watch your bulbous horse bye bye